Yeah, absolutely. We can hear you now. And I just realized that I've been calling you guys Vescu for a month and it's just Vesk. <laughs> so glad I know now because I finally heard it spoken and not just reading it. It's all good. It's all good. So yeah, um, my real name is Saeed. Uh, people do go about me as SV. Uh, the meaning behind SV is just literally Saeed Vesk. Um, and I'll just put those two initials together. There's no special meaning behind it or whatever. Um, so yeah, I've been in crypto since 2011. So a pretty long time now. Started off with Bitcoin as it is. I wasn't really much of a trader uh, per se during the early days. It was more focused on development and the software side of things. Um, so I just built myself up in terms of learning more about what this technology actually is and how it can change the world as we see today. Um, so yeah, started off with Bitcoin, moved over to Ethereum when Ethereum came out. The fees were great on Ethereum when it first came out. None of the stuff that you see today. Um, so yeah, it, it was an easy for me to use like a playground in terms of creating and developing different, different things on, on Ethereum itself. Um, and then it sort of became very expensive to develop. And I'm, I'm an actual degen. So when I do develop, it's always in mainnet. Uh, and sometimes on testnet, but I do like to see how it works on mainnet itself rather than testnet. Um, so it became very expensive, and uh, I ventured out onto other layer twos, so like Polygon, um, BSC, obviously, uh, and Avalanche. And I just found that the the help that you receive and and the welcoming you receive on Polygon was much more than other places that I've seen anyway. Uh, it's just well found my co-partner Zach. He can't be here today. Um, but I found my co-partner, Zach, and we started our journey in building something in DeFi because we know DeFi is a huge, huge thing in, in cryptocurrency itself uh, and love how decentralized it is in terms of uh, financial tools and such. I've always been into fintech myself. So we saw how Ohm and Olympus has done with their protocol on liquidity. We love the idea of the protocol actually owning the liquidity as well uh, and started out this venture of building initially a own fork to build up our liquidity build up our treasury uh, and have a token out there as well as a community because without the community that the project is nullified so uh, we we started off obviously january 1st we had a successful launch and then the whole market sort of started turning and so on and people became skeptical about the whole olympus model and so on but um Fortunately for us, we was always building in the background as well in how we could have changed the narrative to our own rather than being a simple own for. Um, so we became we came up with the idea of Vest 2.0, which is coming in April, beginning of April. And um, it's an idea that you can access the full potential of Polygon DeFi through just holding one token. Uh, an easy access route to DeFi. You don't have to do none of the homework yourself or anything like that. Vesk does everything for you in the background and gives you return in revenue uh, and um, yields such. So how it works is you lock your staked VSQ up for a period up to three years. The higher you lock, the higher the percentage you get back. Uh, and uh, you get back, whilst locking the VSQ, you get back Matic and vsq directly to your lock but you can't these ain't liquid tokens so you can only claim them at the end of your lock period but to make it more sustainable for the user as well we decided to give out extra rewards that we will be earning through uh profit sharing through other protocols 
and generating revenue through yields and also the um, launch pad that we're launching as well. So tied between all these different partners and projects and so on, you get back the individual tokens directly and that's claimable instantly as well. So in real time and it's not in the lockup period. So you got, you're, you're hedging your risk at the same time with your, um, uh, with your lockup and also the token, the liquid tokens that you're receiving straight away. So it should offset some risk for the user as well. So that's another great point that we're um, building out. Um, but the main game is to make it as an easy, accessible DeFi protocol to allow anyone to join in different various protocols at the same time, whilst only just obtaining one token. Um, so yeah, so that, that that's the initial thing that we're moving over to uh, immediately uh, during the beginning of April. Um, we're launching coinciding with the LM 2.0, so the Liquidity Mining 2.0 program built uh, coming from polygon itself uh, and we was fortunate enough fortunate enough to be chosen to build it out for them so we entirely built up the system the program for them there's 15 million dollars going to approximately 30 odd protocols as well so it's going to be a huge huge thing coming um whilst we built out the system for them they decided to give us 150,000 matic as a reward for, for doing this and bringing over so many different things that we have achieved on Polygon as well. Um, so yeah, that, that will be going directly back to our token holders. So that's extra $220,000 at current prices, give or take, um, to go back to our VSQ holders. So that's a, that's a huge thing that we're sharing out as well. Um, more things to come as, as well. So we've got sister projects that we're... I'm going to drop some alpha as well here, by the way. No one's heard this before. This ain't been heard before. So there's going to be some major alpha coming out from us. Um, so we're working on some sister projects as well. Huge, huge sister projects in conjunction with other protocols and Polygon themselves. So revenue will be shared amongst them as well. So uh, And obviously the alliance side of things, the Polygon alliance, that's another huge thing. So Fest wants to be in... in all these different things that's going on around the DeFi space uh, and give access to the average person as well uh, to join these things which they might not, which they might not have access to. So uh, another alpha I'm going to drop as well. Uh, I'm going to drop another alpha as well. So um, uh, shall, can I drop this alpha? I'm just thinking if I can. I, I'm going to leave it for now. I might, I might drop the share the alpha at the, at the end of the talk. Can, can everyone hear? Yeah, uh, I can hear you. Oh, got it. Got it. I, maybe Matt dropped off. He was, he was saying something, but I don't know why I didn't come in. But yeah, that's crazy. And um, I, yeah, I mean, we're, I, we're excited. We're excited about the Polygon Alliance. We're excited about everything that you guys are doing over there. I think just even that, like alone, the fact that you guys are all teaming up together um, yeah. is going to help all of you guys succeed exactly. um, long term. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, then, you know, it only makes sense to work together if we're all trying to achieve the same thing at the same time. So put all the great minds together and create something special. So that's what it's about as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, awesome. Well, uh, guys, if you guys could post some questions over in the ledger so that we can hear or so we can get some questions about the project. And also, yeah, they dropped the website link over in the ledger as well. So you guys can check out the website. One of the first things I noticed about this website when I saw it was how awesome it was. Um, and I know, I feel like last time we talked, you said that you guys were kind of changing some of the, the way you were branding it too. Because currently it's a reserve currency backed by assets. 
Um, but yeah. what you guys are going after long term is actually a lot different than yes. that. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. So it'd be the branding will be like your your one stop access to DeFi itself. So I think that's more of the branding that we're going towards as well. It still be remain best. The VSQ token still remain the same. It's just the whole mechanics behind it and how we're actually going to be making it more sustainable for the long term rather than the, the short term. Got it. Got it. Awesome. Is, yeah. my, is my mic working now? Yeah. Yeah. We there we now. go. Yeah. Don't know why it shut off. I was oh, like yeah. asking you guys a question, responding to your uh, your tease <laughs> about some alpha, and I was what what in the world? Why is no one responding to me? I was gonna ask <laughs> right before you mentioned yeah. the alpha tease. Um, no. You said that one of your goals with making it like a one-stop shop is accessibility for the average person that might be intimidated yeah. by the DeFi space. Um, if you had to describe what you guys are doing. So for any of us that are like involved in crypto, it's a lot easier to understand exactly what you're doing. If you had to describe um, just in a couple sentences to someone who was brand new to the crypto space or is, or is maybe just a little bit more intimidated by the crypto space, how would you describe that one-stop shop as far as like how the mechanics are actually working, right? How you're getting uh, paid out in the various tokens that you're connecting to and all of that. So yeah, yeah, I can describe that fairly easily to be honest, but holding bsq you have access to poke you have access to dpx you have access to all these different tokens that we have access to and they'll be going directly back to the user in the original token it's coming in um so we actually uh help or should i say incubate other projects that's one way that we're receiving uh, revenue we incubate projects into the in, into the ecosystem itself we take a share of the revenue, we take a share of the airdrops and so on. Um, other things is we take partake in airdrops that might not be available for the average user as well. So um, a few airdrops coming up, I know that is not available to the average user. By holding VSQ, you actually get part of the airdrop as well. So that's another, that's another way that we're generating revenue. And also we have different yield strategies that the treasury will be using to generate not maybe larger yields that we'll be generating through the revenue sharing and so on, but it'll be a sustainable, um, a sustainable rate back to the user um, who's holding that staked VSQ or locked in the staked VSQ, which is a, another way. So there's various different ways that we are generating revenue, which is totally, I would say, 90, 90% is going back to the user itself, to the VSQ locker and holder. Awesome. So would you say it's essentially... So your actual mechanics, you mentioned airdropping. Yeah. So when I'm yeah. getting, as, a, as an investor, when I'm holding, yeah. is it Vesk or Vesq? Vesk is, it is I, yeah, actually yeah, yeah. When I'm holding Vesk, gosh, yeah. I'm just, yep. When I'm holding <laughs> Vesk, um, I'm being essentially, is, is it similar to like being rebased or is it airdropped, but it's in someone else's token, right? So is it, yeah, exactly, is it just yeah. that like so, the rebases so, themselves are yeah, essentially so, paid out in someone else's token? No, no, so... The, the the rebase you actually still still get as well. So the VSQ you're still getting as a rebase. It's the extra ones that are airdropped back to you guys. Got it. Got it. Awesome. So in the in the original token, yeah. Oh, perfect. We have a question from Garrett, and we you mentioned this a minute ago with the Polygon Alliance. Um, from Garrett, can you explain your relationship with Sphere and how do you guys complement each other? So yeah, um, the relationship with Sphere. Sphere is Sim is an awesome guy, by the way. Uh, I love him to bits. He's he's setting out something huge to achieve as well, and I'm in full support of 
what he's doing. Um, but the relationship with Spear is we are a partner, essentially. And we will be helping each other in terms of generating the best usage for their users, for each respective. Which I'm allowed to talk about this or not, but I'll keep it simple. So we're joining the Polygon Alliance where there's various number of protocols, which Sphere and Vesk is one. And we're all achieving the same thing with on itself. Um, so that's another huge initiative in a future talk or something like that because that's going to take up half the day there um so yeah the the relationship is uh, is very good uh, and we are definitely partners and working towards the same thing awesome love to hear that um we were fans of sim over here he's a great dude um from yeah, hugo i just, Boss. I just, oh, yeah, I just have to ask did anyone else hear him turn into a robot for a second? Or was that just my computer? It was like four seconds, and then it okay. became super clear. <laughs> okay. I almost I said something, like, but you, yeah, he cleared up. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, go ahead. Life, life on the highway. Do you not call them? Sir, I, would, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing you're in like London or something. Do you not call them highways where you're at? Uh, we call them We call them motorways. Motorway. Them motorways, yeah. Let me see. Got it. My only yeah, experience. I was gonna say my only experience with London is like watching Ted Lasso. So still have not visited over there. Um, from Hugo Boss, I I got to at some point. At some point, we're gonna do an Obsidian meetup in in somewhere in Europe. We got a lot of uh, European members here. From Hugo, how are the incubation rewards and tokens distributed among your holders? Does locking more tokens provide you with a greater reward? And how is that actually broken yes. down? So, uh, um, it is priority to your VSQ holding itself. So, it depends all on how many VSQ you actually hold. Uh, we're also giving out NFTs, which will boost the multiplier and how much you actually get back as well in, in terms of the airdrop tokens. So it is correct. The amount more you hold and the more, more longer you lock in for getting more, but it is prorated to the amount. I think we got like the first three seconds of that answer and then you started breaking up. Um, I, I think you we... said like basically it is pro rata. So um, the more you hold and the more you stake. And also I think the length of time that you lock for um, does increase your rewards. So you get more based on that. Yeah. Like that's what the, in terms of answering the question about, um, you know, whether you get more rewards and like the okay. incubator rewards and stuff like that. So when you're talking about, you just said when, I'm, I'm not sure if you know the answer to this question, but we'll see. Um, oh, when yeah. You were, yeah, I just logged into the Wi-Fi now, so the signal oh, should be much. Perfect. Jared said sometimes he wonders if London is in the developing world <laughs> because of the <laughs> signal over there. Um, when you're talking about locking up, so you, Baruch, you just mentioned locking up for a specific amount of time, like the longer you lock up, is that the same thing as staking or is there a different process there? Um, uh, I think I can um, answer that question a bit better there as well. Um, so, yeah, so staking and locking up is essentially the same thing. Um, it's just the lockup is actually locking in your 
baked VSQ into a contract, which is now producing not only the VSQ emissions, but MATIC emissions too. Um, so you're getting dual rewards in terms of your lock, uh, as well as that, then, then the airdrops and all these other different revenue sharing that comes in as well, which is liquid. So um, you're getting best of uh, both, well, three worlds there. Awesome. Um, and then Hugo was the one that asked that question initially. He said, in addition, are there any tiers or thres thresholds in how much you receive? Um, yeah, so the, it will be tiered. It will be a tiered system. So um, the lockup period itself determines what tier you're in rather than the amount you're actually locking in. So you could literally lock in any amount, but it's the time period in, in, um, in the lockup itself which determines what revenue you're getting back what percentage of uh, uh, vsq you're getting back what percentage of matic you're getting back so um but there is no real threshold no do you have so do you have those time periods like specified at this point already yeah so so the minimum term will be one week going from one week to one month one month to up to six months uh, in one month increments from six months to one year and one year to two years two years to three years awesome sweet yeah, super, super simple. From Papa yeah. Big Mac. Um, so we just talked about in the beginning a little bit about 2.0 um, and how yeah. you guys are transitioning to that in April, I think you said. Um, yeah. How will 2.0 differ from the current model? And then Jared said on that, just explain how it's different from Ohm's existing mechanisms. So it's really simple to understand. Yeah. So currently we are in the Ohm mechanics as is. So bonding and staking, bonds go to treasury uh, and you get received VSQ at a small discount. Uh, and then the staking gives you the inflated APY because there's an unlimited supply of tokens, right? So the whole model behind the OM going into VEST 2.0 is changing. So the high emissions are only set to a certain, a certain time. So once we reach, reach our match, uh, max cap, so we're going to have a max cap on VSQ itself, 10 million, then the emissions automatically reduce. So that, there will be an inflation, inflationary point up until this max cap. So OM is not a max cap token, so there's unlimited supply. So that's the first thing that we're changing is our tokenomics of, of things as well. Um, once max cap has been reached, it becomes a deflationary token. So there's buy from burns that, that is being distributed, as well, um, that is being done as well. And in terms of staking, the staking, the, the native token staking, it remains relatively the same as is with Olympus. All that we're doing is introducing a new set of set of contracts which are the locking contracts which lock in your stake vsq to earn the extra rewards that you begin the extra rewards and revenue as well that you begin so the model itself is still based off of ohm in, in in an essence but it is changing to how this mechanic is behind behind the scenes yeah awesome and locking is locked to v2 right it's not live yet yeah no so it's not yeah so that's one of the new yet. mechanics and then it is based on both quantity and time right yeah. and not just just the time cool um the next question we had was from vanny and back again about the polygon alliance she said probably a noob question because i'm not completely familiar with your alliance but i wonder if some of the projects in the alliance happen to go belly up what would happen to you or any other projects of the alliance that are still standing no i i think the whole point of the alliance is that none of us go belly up that's what we're here to support each other for and i think that before this any belly up thing happens that one uh, the protocols can join together and come up with a solution so it doesn't 
So I think that's the whole point. But if they do, then they have our full support. If we do, we have their full support and so on. So I think it works well together to make sure that it is sustainable and not just a gimmick. In your mind, like, what does that support look like um, practically? So in terms of practical support, it could be um, changing how certain things are within the protocol to make it sure it, it, it's sustainable, um, giving advice, giving help in terms of finances and so on. So it could be literally anything. Awesome. Love that. Yeah. And Steph commented, uh, he's one of our mythics. Awesome idea to support each other. And I agree. It, I have always been of the mindset um, that there is enough room for all of us to succeed. Um, and, and a certain level of competition is healthy and awesome and works. Um, but I think when there is a team of people building each other up, you guys are all just going to be better versions of what you're trying 100%, to create. Yep. 100%. 100%. Totally. Um, David asked, what kind of projects, and I don't know if you're allowed to, to share specific names or anything like that, but what kind of projects do you currently have in the pipeline for airdrops and investments that you're able to talk about? Um, I think I'll have to avoid this question just for a short time. I think I have no to, worries. I haven't, I haven't got permission. Uh, from there's the a few team parties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll have to ask beforehand because I'm, I'm a professional guy at the end of the day and integrity is, is a key thing for me just in case I say the wrong thing and, it, and someone tells me off or something like that, then yeah, I'll have to just avoid this question just for the time being. Yeah, but absolutely. this information will be soon out. Do you have a, like, and this doesn't have to be what you guys are looking at right now, but do you guys have like a preference for types of projects that you're interested in, whether that's DAOs or nodes or rebase yeah, tokens? So all of DeFi. So everything that is coming onto Polygon or a majority of the things that are coming onto Polygon that are being built out by super people, um, VESC will play a part in. And it's all concentrated towards DeFi. And is it all, so those airdrops, they're going to be limited to Polygon projects or are you going cross-chain eventually? So it's, yeah, eventually we will be going cross-chain, but currently we're focused on Polygon. We have to set the standard on Polygon first before we can have a leg to stand on going into other chains. Awesome. Sweet. Love that. Um, I'm just scrolling through to see if we have more questions coming in. And then from David, what are your back? I, I think you mentioned for a second, but what are your guys' backgrounds um, in real life before? I, I don't know if any of you guys are doxxed or yeah. anything like that, but your backgrounds I'll, before I'll, you transitioned to doxed. the DeFi space. I'm fully doxxed. So in the beginning, this is when I was a young child, not a child, like a teen going in through um, college and so on. I wanted to be a, well, I was studying civil engineering, so engineering. And but my passion has always been in IT. So as as a hobby or in my spare time, I would study IT and what it does and more software side than hardware side uh, and do that on my own time. But I was in like two minds and I need a stable job. And at the time, IT was not as high paying as it is now. Um, so civil engineering is something that I like doing anyway. I like building things. I like creating things. So it made sense for me to go into engineering. But halfway through this moment of that I was studying engineering, I I had to think to myself, like, do I enjoy what I'm doing? Will it make an impact in the world? And how can I make the best impact in the world using my uh, knowledge that I have that I'm building? 
So I decided to change over to the IT side, so the software side of things, and I start learning how to make apps and so on, PHP, all these different languages that I was learning more, more in more in the business side, in the in the corporate side of work, world of things, and then I ventured onto fintech. So, like seeing how these neo banks or digital banks are coming out and so on, I love the idea and see how I could get involved in that as well. So I started out various different projects for various different companies and as i was still in this real world i was learning about this decentralized world this whole different world of how things are maintained and how things are run and you don't need a government to tell you this you don't need a licensing you don't need a regulator to tell you that you can't do that and so on so i vent i i just quit everything that I was doing and I ventured into this DeFi world uh, and I've never looked back to be honest uh, and it's been one of the best choices I've made in my in my life so far because um, I'm enjoying every moment and it's it's one of the things that I'm most passionate about as well is how I can change the world how I can make a difference in someone's life um, using the knowledge that I've obtained yeah I love that and it's and when you have a passion that drives you that is more than how can I make the most money right now um, but it's actually where can I apply my skills and talents to make exactly. the world that I live in exactly. a little bit better. Um, it makes the exactly. team a little bit more believable. Um, yeah. when you mentioned when you got into DeFi, you haven't looked back. At what point, how long have you been in this space? So I would say fully since 2015. Awesome. I've so you've been, been here for a while. Been, yeah, for a very long time now. Fully. Sweet, love that. And what about your before co-founder? there was even any apps or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, my co-founder, he is a UI UX, um, UI UX guy. So he's a designer uh, and so on. But he, he's a top business person as well. So the, like the corporate side of things and so on, like these partnerships and how to how to structure a business and so on. So we do use best of both worlds. Um, but his main his main role is that side of things. Uh, and in terms of where he's come from and so on and what he's done in the past, or so, I, I think that would be best say, for him to answer. I'll ping him just to drop a message into the chat, uh, give him a little rundown from from his side and how he got into this whole DeFi world. Um, but when I met him, he was already familiar with DeFi and so on. So we had the same idea and same goals about the same time. Um, so it only made sense to partner up. And, and he's a top guy as well. Yeah, sweet. Is this your guys' first time working together or do you have a background working together? Oh, no, this is our first time. This is our first time working together, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Um, another question about airdrops from Garrett. Are, your, are the project airdrops that we mentioned earlier, are they tied to the rebase lockup periods? Meaning, do you receive more airdrops if you lock up Vesk longer and choose that year option or the two-year option? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 100%, 100%. So they're all related to each other. Everything is related to each other. Uh, and it all comes down to how long you've locked up for and how many VSQ there is that you have. Epic. Is Jared the other co is Jared the co-founder? No, Jared is our community manager. Awesome. Sweet. He was the one that I talked to a bit and I just saw that he's typing in there. Um, and then for your transition to your launch, what does that transition look like? I know that we have some current VESC holders in the Obsidian Council. What does the transition look like? Um, is there anything that needs to be manually done? What is yeah? What does that look like for people that are so, already holding right now? Yeah, so we will make it as seamless as possible. The only manual part will be in how long you decide to lock it up for. That's the only manual part. But we'll make it as seamless as possible for everyone to make it as easy as possible as well. 
So, um, yeah, the only manual part would be how long you actually lock up for. And then with from C-Square, with, with V2 uh, being the new launch in April, is it just a modification of the contract? Is it a completely new launch? What is the relationship with the current V1, if any? Um, so, yeah, I think I've touched on that. Uh, a little bit with the differences between uh, the V1 and V2. Um, the model still stays the same. So the token actually still remains the same as well. It's just additional contracts to help change the whole own fork as well at the same time. But some of the original um, contracts are still going to be in use as well. Um, and then from Jared, what is Vescue doing in terms of Curve Wars? As it's specifically mentioned, in your medium um yeah vescues yeah, on polygon curve wars are happening in ethereum how does that make sense and where do they correlate so we are actually bringing over the curve wars to polygon so um not only do you get the curve wars benefits by holding vsq as well but we're actually setting up the whole infrastructure for it on polygon as well so whatever's happening on l1 people on an l2 on polygon can enjoy too so um yeah as you see curve wars on l1 it will be the same as on uh, l2 as well awesome and if our community so i know like i mentioned a minute ago that some of our guys are definitely invested currently with v1 um if they're if we have people that are wanting to get involved with your v2 launch where do they start um First things first, you need to obtain some VSQ. Um, you can start by heading over to our community, heading over to our website uh, and finding out more uh, about what you're actually investing into. So we do appreciate educating people before they invest or if they have any questions that they want to ask before they invest, then we appreciate them asking it so that they're, they become a more aware investor rather than just someone that's following someone else. Um, and that's the best type of investor that you can have. Um, so yeah, do head over to our community and everything uh, and all of our other socials so that we can help you on your journey to becoming a part of this. Awesome. Love that. Um, how, do, how does the current world's inflation, what's happening in the real world, affect DeFi and then specifically VESC as a whole? And what measures are you guys putting in place in terms of sustainability? Because you did mention earlier that part of your goal with, with V2 is... Um, increasing your long-term sustainability. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, the, the current inflation that's happening in the world obviously does take precedent that's happening in the crypto world, as we see with Bitcoin and Ethereum and all these other tokens um, taking a hit. Um, so I think this is a part of normal life. This is how it will go in terms of economics. Uh, and it's not going to be up only all the time for life. That, that Otherwise, everyone will be just um, in Rolls Royces right now. Um, but other than that, uh, I would say the precautions that we're taking is making sure that the VSQ token itself is, doesn't become inflationary. Um, and we're taking measures by once hitting the cap, we're making it more deflationary a token. So the burns happen and the buybacks happen and so on. So, yeah, I, I think we do have things in place for, to make it more sustainable. For the do, you guys, do you guys have a number picked for that cap? Yeah, 10 million tokens. Yeah, 10 million VSQ tokens. And right now we're at 500,000. So the initial incentive will be to reach the cap. The initial, initial in, uh, emission incentives that we're given will be boosted to reach the cap. Do you guys have measures in place once you reach that cap to like to burn 
any yes. so that you reduce under 10 million. So that's when, so yeah. Can you talk about what you're going to, what your plan is for becoming deflationary at that point? So yeah, so once the emissions stop on VSQ, there's no more VSQ being minted uh, in total. So the rewards that you're actually getting will be buybacks and the treasury will be performing the burns. Um, so it goes hand in hand in how we start lowering the token number of tokens in, in, in supply uh, whilst also making sure that it's sustainable at the same time so we're not overly deflating the token itself. Any long-term, this is from Garrett, actually, any long-term concerns about the congestion issues with Polygon, which caused exchanges like Binance and KuCoin to temporarily suspend transactions? Any concerns that after ETF 2.0 is released, other networks will lose market share, reducing the pool of investors for VESC? Um, I, I, I would disagree, only because I know the inside story and what, they're trying, what their plans are and, and so on. So I, I have like a first-hand insight into, this, on, into these sort of things. Um, they've just currently fixed it and they're doing it, performing a hard fork um, soon on Polygon. Um, so this will, they're always trying to make it better, right? Because this is still very new. It's not going to be the perfect product straight away. So as long as I know that they're always trying to make it better, even with their ZK technology coming out. So it goes hand in hand with ETF 2.0. So it, it does go hand in hand with that because they've got their zero knowledge roll-ups coming up uh, as well. And so they with their ambition and what they're trying to build, it only makes sense to be on Polygon. Uh, and having first-hand experience in these things as well, it only grows my confidence more. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah, as long as, like you said, as long as they're taking action in advance, um, then we're good. From yeah. Hugo, how are your revenue streams broken down? Is it a mix between investing in incubated projects and the curve wars on Polygon? Yeah, it's a mix between everything that we can get our hands on. Um, any, everything and anything that we can get our hands on. So there's going to be some um, play to earn stuff as well coming up. So um, yeah, everything, literally everything on Polygon will be shown in revenue. What, as you said that, are there any, so this doesn't have to be ones that you guys are specifically looking at for rebasing. I'm just, I'm really into the play to earn scene. Are there mm -hmm. any play to earn projects on Polygon that are catching your guys' eye? Yeah, there's a few, but I need to find out more about them before yeah, I can I'd, say anything. Yeah. I haven't there's seen a lot of play to earn on Polygon yet. A little bit here yeah, and there. Um, yeah. I think Icons of Thea is on Polygon and I'm pretty yeah. excited about them. I bought some of their stuff. I don't know, a month or two ago. But they're the only ones I've seen. Right there. There's some alpha right there, everyone. <laughs> Icons of Thea, some alpha? Yeah. Well, <laughs> if, if you guys are interested in Icons of Thea, we like that because we like their team. I thought they were awesome too. We, we had them at the council table about a month ago, I think. So yeah. really great guys. Their CEO, uh, what was his name? I don't know. It was Ray on here, but that wasn't his real name. But he's an awesome dude. That was a good conversation. Um, everything is good, very diversified. Will there be any intervention of Uniswap Oracle V2 and Chainlink Oracle in terms of live pricing to be the same across the board of all exchanges, dApps, wallets from class? Class, actually. Um, that's a pretty in-depth question. Um, but I think it's more related to the technology that's out there at the moment. Uh, I think all projects suffer from this side of things because there's so many different providers and so many different places it's listed. It, and it could always be a mismatch anywhere. 
Um, but I'm sure there will be some sort of unified oracle that will be coming out that we can uh, uh, like we can sort this problem out fully uh, and come to a solution. So yeah, to answer the question, um, I'm sure there will be some unified oracle coming out. But currently, um, we just have to do our best to make sure that the price remains the same across the board uh, from our from the developer's point of view. I yeah, had a question. Yeah, Jesse, go for it. Um, I, I was just curious to hear your thoughts on like, as far as, by the way, this has been all incredible, um, but your thoughts as far as over the next like 10 years, projects mm -hmm. like Sphere, projects like uh, Vesk, where do you see them going? Like, how, where do you see them evolving? Like, what do you see them evolving into? Like, let's, let's imagine like the most ideal future, right? Um, crypto keeps rising in adoption. Like it takes yep. over a massive chunk of the securities market in that like yep. our generation says, hey, we don't want to invest in stocks. We want to invest in crypto. It comes decentralized. It becomes this big thing where, you know, it's, it's used for fundraising and, um, you know, Web 3.0 and all this. Where do you see, what do you see Vesk evolving into um, in the next 10 years? So in the ideal future, if if everything is going to plan, obviously you have to adopt um, uh, and you have to be fixed to adaptation as well. So things can change at any given moment. But I think the ideal future would be the VESC being the Goldman Sachs slash Google of Polygon. And so, yeah, oh. uh, in, in terms of like Google, it would be the more how they're incubating their projects. And they have various different projects. So Google, YouTube, all these different things that's coming out as well. So something similar to that, as well as someone coming in through Goldman Sachs and they can place X amount of money that will be working for them in the background uh, and having a decentralized place that we can conduct all these things happening. So I think that would be the ideal future for Vesk itself. I love that. That should be, I feel like that should be the vision you guys are just plastering all over the place. Like this is what we want to become. Because that like, that one sentence got me more excited for this project than anything else you've said when you said well we want to be the goldman sachs in slash google of crypto over the next 10 years like that's huge that that like that shows like, the opportunity yeah. possibility you know mm -hmm. and yeah, I, I think it will drive your guys's team and community also to like try to hit that goal just by setting it so big you know what i mean like that's a crazy goal but how cool would it be if you guys did that possible 10 years is a long time and it's fully possible 100 yeah man wow yeah That's... and we and we believe in those massive dreams jesse's really good at like yeah. hey let's let's pick a dream that feels so unachievable that that when we hit that's it it's what, gonna... that's what dreams are for yeah, that's yeah what dreams exactly are for. blow everyone's mind and it works it works yeah we're, yeah, we're able to achieve so much more yeah I dreamed of where I am today and what position I am today. So the dreams only get bigger and bigger as you go along. And you can call a dream a goal as well at the same time. So the goal yeah. would be, yeah. Yep, exactly. Um, from Hugo Boss, is the current amount of investors that you guys have, um, I don't know if you know how many wallets that are currently holding, but is that amount sustainable for your project or do you guys have a large need for a huge uh, influx of newcomers to keep everything thriving so i think in the current own model you do need regular people coming on board new people but with this new methodology and new mechanics we're bringing out it's sustainable to any amount of people 
that is in the community that wants to uh, in, join in with what we're doing. So I don't think the, the amount of people now matters that's coming in, rather the amount of people that are staying uh, and wanting to stay for a longer, longer, longer period of time and becoming part of the VESC family, as I like to call it, uh, and working together and collaborating to make sure that we re- achieve all these goals that we're setting up to achieve. And, and I think that, I mean, as I'm thinking about your, your partnership with the Polygon Alliance and things like that, I mean, that's going to play a huge factor. If your goal is not huge. to just bring in an influx of people, but to create an ecosystem, I mean, if you yep. can create a legitimate community of partners, that's, that's how you create sustainability. Yep. Huge, yeah, exactly. It's very huge. Yeah, I agree. I, I think more projects would benefit by linking together. I'm waiting for like crypto acquisitions to become a thing. Like when are, when are projects going to start acquiring other projects or like protocols acquiring just, other protocols? You just moved into our future there. You just moved into our future. <laughs> so you guys are already we're thinking about acquisitions? Yeah we're, yeah, we're already planning so a few, to be honest. Yeah, Two of the top of my mind. Man, because think about all these, think about all these like projects that have like mostly died. Like their team's not doing anything. There's all that money's yeah. locked up. Um, yeah. but they're just like sitting there, right? It's like millions of dollars just sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you know, they're never going to go back up, but you also know a lot of these people are just never going to sell. So it's oh, like, yeah. there's got to be a way to capture that value, benefit those holders and have it, you know, help the entire ecosystem. Mm-hmm. That's, that's hundred percent correct. That is hundred percent correct. Yeah. But that's, that's something definitely that we're looking into currently. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, I was I was gonna say if as long as anyone doesn't have any other questions we could wrap this up. This has been awesome just hearing from you guys, talking with you guys. It's we kind of consider these kind of how like I had a call with USV on like a voice yep. chat. We've yeah. transitioned to instead of doing like just a call, me Matt Taylor whatever. You know we bring in the the OC the Obsidian Council and a lot of these guys are yeah. like like uh, uh, mods across uh, crypto right. Or sorry, mm-hmm. cross Discord. They're they're mods in all these different groups. We like to think of, of these people as sort of like the movers and shakers across a lot of these projects. We got you know, awesome. um, and, and so and so it's it's good to hear and and good to mobilize and um, people toward a project or goal. If you've noticed, it's kind of funny. Like I feel like Terra Luna, their ecosystem is so awesome, and their, yeah. their projects that launch on there are like a hundred x like higher quality than most of these projects we're seeing launch in, on Binance, Polygon, whatever. But what, what they lack is they don't have sort of this network effect. They don't have like these communities, like, like um, you know, a lot of like, you know, Vesk and uh, Sphere and Titano and like all these different things, right? Um, all that's based around communities in, in, in a lot of ways, word of mouth. Uh, they're spreading, um, a lot of these projects are spreading virally. And so... Yeah. Um, that I think accounts for a lot of like I'll see these projects launch on Terra and they're incredible, well thought out, great business models, and they're failing because they they fail to get any sort of virality. And so um, that is kind of our goal as at a yeah. council is awesome. is how can we position ourselves in this network to help projects succeed? And so that's why we're building. I mean, our goal is to get House of Obsidian up to 100k, um, make the connections with yeah. The, the best projects, the best communities out there so that we can kind of, Matt, call, Matt says like early on, he's like, do we want to become like kingmakers? And I was like, that's exactly what we want to do. We want to help awesome projects succeed. Mm-hmm. We, we want to have the power to do that. So um, that's what we're building. 
We're excited to partner with you. We're excited to partner with Polygon Alliance, uh, to partner with Sphere and a lot of these other projects because, yeah, we're going to be stronger together. Our communities are going to be stronger together. And, um, you know, all ships rise with, you know, with the tide. Exactly. That's, it's, that's it's, cool. it's a huge opportunity for everyone, this alliance. It's a huge opp opportunity for everyone. Uh, and it's been an honor to be here as well. Uh, and um, I highly enjoyed it. Uh, hopefully we can do it sometime again soon. Um, I know that we'll be giving away five hundred dollars, um, so a hundred dollar to five people in this in, in this talk right now. Um, so if you do head over to our community, Jared can sort that side out. So we'll be giving away five hundred dollars to you guys in VSQ. So a hundred dollars worth of VSQ each. So that will be hopefully if you're not in VS, uh, VSQ already, that'll be your start of your journey uh, with us. Awesome. That sounds amazing. Okay, guys, make sure you go over and do that. Uh, Matt, can you make sure you post the details to that, like maybe in general or, or somewhere so that people could follow up on that? Yeah, I will. That is super awesome, guys. We appreciate that. Um, and then, yeah, we have a couple people that are, two people just messaged and said they're buying some right now. Um, C-Square, you, you had a good question. If you want to ask that in their Discord um, so that we can wrap up, because that's a really great question. He just asked about how you guys are setting yourselves up to achieve the tremendous Goldman Sachs Google vision. Um, but if you want to ask that in their Discord, so they can answer that in there. That's a great question. Um, just talking about their success. But yeah, Jared just posted the link for the server, if you guys are not already there, um, and then how to choose that. And then I'm going to post that in our announcements tab as well. Awesome. Awesome. And I love then, that. And then Jared posted, if you're buying right now, uh, someone just asked what's the slippage, just 0.1%. So no yeah, higher slippage a, for them. Yeah, no higher slippage, no taxing or anything like that. You get what you, you see what you get. Awesome, perfect. Well, seriously, thank you, Saeed, right? That was your name? Yep. SV, yeah, Saeed. Saeed. Awesome, yep. thank yep. you, Saeed. We, uh, we appreciate you yep. taking, I know we mixed up the times a little bit and you had to start in your car. Uh, but we appreciate you still taking the time to do that. This has been awesome. Not a problem. It's always been a pleasure. Sweet. And, and we'll, uh, yeah, and we'll connect with you guys. I'm sure I'll be in your guys' DMs awesome. in, in a couple awesome. of hours. So you can, you can slide into my DMs at any time. <laughs> yep. You know, I'll be there. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Thank you well, very much. Appreciate it. Take care now. Take care.